Hi, and welcome back to the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. My name's Chris, and I am joined by none other than JB. How are you, JB? I am very well, thank you very much. Literally just in the door for work, so I can jump on the podcast. I've looked forward to it. I'm starting to get my groove here. I'm looking forward to recording these every other day. So yeah, I'm, I'm in my groove now. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Been uh, super busy. Obviously, we've got so much going on, and like, yeah, I, I it, it's interesting because we're getting new people jumping the Discord. Um, you know, asking who are we and why are we partnering with their favorite crypto game on Cardano, um, and and stuff like that. So yeah, look, it, it's really interesting. We've got the uh, partnership with Cornucopius and the NFT the partnership nft mint or sale will be on the 19th of december so really excited about that um lots going on there we went live with our first um i guess uh crypto course um and when i say first one nick's got his elliott wave theory course which is uh free to members but this is the first one that was actually like officially gone live and this is like how to build a crypto portfolio so yeah, really excited to to see how people sort of get on with with that. It's a really well-rounded course to kind of give people more of an idea how to, you know, safely build a, a decent portfolio and what what you should sort of take into consideration and that sort of stuff. So been super busy with all that stuff and obviously making uh, YouTube videos is uh, it's been uh, a bit of a grind. <laughs> yeah, well, on the portfolio front, I will be doing it pretty much straight after this so on the next podcast you will be getting some feedback and everybody will hear my feedback straight i will not be telling chris independently it'll be coming straight on here so tune into the next one to know my kind of thoughts on the portfolio builder as for the likes of the discord we've seen obviously a, quite a large jump in there recently as you were saying i think we're up to about 5475 so yeah. you know, it's been quite a quite a good jump recently. I've had a good chat with a few of the, the cornucopious um, guys that have came over. They're actually a really good bunch of guys. Um, you know, they like to interact a lot, so that's always good. The podcast is doing well. I think we're about 2.14k now. So we've seen a, a good rise. We obviously want to see that number going up. So like, subscribe, all the usual good stuff. And obviously the YouTube channel for Cheeky Crypto, that's been doing really well. Um, also so you know this is all good things to see and we are thankful to see it yeah i think you know we've got a fantastic community that is growing and growing and you know i think it's unusual to see it in this sort of market really because the market conditions aren't great um certainly not favorable you know to to anybody in sort of the industry that we're in but you know with that said i think we've we've navigated the space really really well obviously been ahead of ftx and BlockFi and, and many of the other you know failing uh companies within the space so you know there's been lots of benefits to being in the discord and i think you know that's why we're seeing that continued growth uh plus you know we're we're partnering with you know big names in the space and uh one thing that i would say is uh, we're not done yet right like we've done some very very sizable and very very cool uh, partnerships but i will reassure you there are many more in the pipeline and some very very big crypto projects that we're going to be partnering with within the coming weeks and months so stay tuned and uh look you know uh, i 
I think people are surprised by some of the levels of partnerships that we're, we're we're bringing in, but you know this is very much just the start for for what we're doing with the uh, NFT project. So super excited about it all, and I mean, just take a look at the the artwork. You know, we we worked closely with Cornucopius on the race suit. <clears throat> Obviously, we we did the, uh, the 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 design, and then they've sort of made it uh, more Cornucopius. Uh, fitting, you know, in, in line with everything that they do. And, you know, it's come out looking very, very nice. Uh, the red does look, you know, pretty sexy. But, yeah, lots more to to come. Uh, Nick's Elliott Way Theory course. Obviously, there's a, about 50 members on it so far. Uh, once uh, a few of those have sort of got through it and, you know, we, we get an understanding of, you know, that it's working as intended and people are coming out of it like being able to do Elliott Wave Theory um you know on the charts and stuff you know once we got that understanding it'll be opened up to to more of the members and then in the new year we're opening it up to to everybody else to to be able to to participate in that so yeah look loads loads going on loads to come we've got the 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 um the real world um physical clothing range uh, still to to come and uh, that will all be authenticated on the blockchain as well so yeah it's yeah, a really I'm looking cool forward to get my first cheeky crypto top on i can stop wearing my clothes on the podcast i can start wearing <laughs> yours yeah there's there's so much to 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 come i mean uh yeah look everything's top top quality like the like these hoodies like i can't explain like it, they're so heavy just pure quality it's like literally the best material that you you can buy like from from the manufacturer that we're using it's um you know the top top you know quality ones and stuff so it, look, it looks mega comfy so yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to getting mine like it, it really is like you know you put it on you're like wow like i've just put on a load of weight <laughs> but but it's all right once you're wearing it for a while it's all right it's nice um okay so we've got an awful lot of news to cover off haven't we do you want to sort yes. of uh, dig into to some of the bits that you've got that you you've kind of pulled out that you think the community should definitely be aware of yeah I would, i'd like to rebuff on uh, an article you've covered a couple of times and it's cnbc's jim kramer there obviously <laughs> we've guy. seen loads of fud coming out from this guy i'll keep my thoughts on him to myself it's my personal thoughts i don't think it's worth expressing them right now <laughs> probably pretty clear anyway but one of the articles that came out where they say is the likes of XRP, Cardano, um, Dogecoin and Polygon could imminently collapse and it's not too late to sell. How much does this guy have to talk bad before he's kind of shut up? This guy's on one of the biggest news channels in America. It's well, Quite frankly, it's obviously around the world. I'm pretty much fed up listening to this guy talk. Yeah, like I, I think we highlighted it in the Discord. I was just like somebody had mentioned it and i was like i think he's right probably like two percent of the time like 98 percent of the time this guy's wrong i actually did a video on the main uh cheeky crypto channel yesterday uh, i titled it all up you know sell ada now question mark and um yeah look you know if you were to listen to this guy you would have lost so much money like i i don't understand how he's still on the television like clearly there there must be some sort of level of agenda uh obviously pure speculation but you know you can you can't be wrong that much and still have like you know a, a really good following i think you know he was talking was it facebook or meta you know at 470 something dollars 
uh, <laughs> or was it Coinbase? I don't know what it was, but like one of the stocks and it was just like, you know, that was a time to sell. It wasn't a time to buy. Um, but yeah, look, it's, it's no different with with the the projects that he's called out. I mean, in particular, Cardano, they've got, you know, over 4,000 smart contracts now. And I know you're going to come on to smart contracts on, I think it was Ethereum a, a bit later, but, um, you know, that's completely against the, the trend with other protocols. They've also had the most uh, projects sort of launch in November as well, believe it or not. And on top of that, in the last 30 days, they've had more commits than everybody uh, within the, the crypto space. So they're the most developing like project in the space. So look, right, if you put your hand on your heart, do you really truly believe this Kramer like guy, you know, that, that it could possibly go to zero? Uh, I can't. Like, I can't even bring my fa uh, myself to to imagine it getting anywhere near zero. Um, but with all that said, do I see further downside? Yes, I do. Um, mainly because of the, the you know the macro environment. But I'm not seeing any of these projects go to zero. I just I just can't. I just can't see it. Just lock them in a room with Michael Saylor, and we'll all be happy. I think that's probably yeah. the best thing to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you could lock them in a room together, and I mean that would make a really interesting podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, as you said, you touched on the smart contracts, and there was a little bit of reading up I've been doing on Ethereum for the last couple of weeks. It's a slightly older article, but it's obviously worth to bring it up just now. Now it's about the number of smart contracts um, that have fell um, for Ethereum um, from November, and it fell by fifty eight percent. And the average gas price increased by 1.8%. Um, what else did we have there? The number of ERC20 tokens created in the Ethereum network, they also decreased by 58%. Why? Um, do, we, do we see an issue here with Ethereum? I personally see an issue. I think there's not a lot of good for Ethereum. I do use it for a couple of things. Obviously, we do have gas fees, and I use it for NFTs. I've covered that before. There, there is obviously quite an issue here. Blocks per day um, has only changed by 0.01%. And then the average number of unique active crypto wallets decreased by 7.3%. So there is obviously an issue here with Ethereum. We know, we know there is an issue there. We know that it's not really the greatest of projects. We're going to see Ethereum, in my personal opinion, we'll see Ethereum fall down um, the rankings over time. It's just really to get what your thoughts on everything smart contract related with Ethereum is, Chris. Yeah, I mean, look, right, we just mentioned uh, Cardano surpasses 4,000 smart contracts, right? There's a polar opposite of what's going on with Ethereum based on, you know, what you, you've mentioned there. So, look, Nick and myself have always kind of been of the, the thought process that, you know, Ethereum is going to really start to, to struggle, right? And you can have first mover ad advantage, but that doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're always going to, you know, be right up there. And, uh you know, I've been, you know, putting this portfolio um, course together and, you know, like doing research on portfolios, you will find that people say you should, you know, get into the market leaders. Well, Ethereum's a market leader, but actually, if you actually, you know, scratch the surface a little bit, you realize it's a market leader, but it's a market leader that isn't going to be necessarily a market leader in five years time, you know that's not always the way to to invest in 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 a, in a portfolio or into to projects right i really do think that you have to look at 
the actual underlying technology and, and the the number of commits, how active the developers are, and you know many other metrics as well. But is it purely a market leader because it's so expensive? Well, I don't necessarily believe that is the case. I think it, it's a, been a market leader because it was technically more superior in terms of smart contracts to to many others for such a period of time. You know, the likes of Cardano, they only, you know, recently really, you know, got smart contracts, right? Um, so this is relatively new in in the crypto space uh, and yes you've got others that have you know popped up but they already had such a, a a big market share and it's really difficult for you to to break in if you consider some you know a company like amazon and you know trying to sort of compete with with amazon it's very difficult if you're a new business to to start up a company and you know instantly compete with you know amazon and i think that's what you know in terms of crypto that's what these new projects have been doing is they've been starting up and they're trying to compete with with ethereum and you know some can do that and some just can't um but you know you look at cardano and you you consider the fact that they've got smart contracts now it's easier to to write you know secure code than insecure code like it is on uh, ethereum with the the type of programming language you consider that it's it's cheaper to use, and I believe that they're going to have good scaling solutions, good security, and they've got a really strong, powerful team. And you know, it's it's not a race. And I think this is um, what a lot of projects have made a mistake with: is they've raced their projects to market, and then they've just had nothing but problems. I mean, Solana is a prime example of this all the downtime you know that they've had and maybe there's some some fraudulent activity going on there maybe possibly you know again speculation but maybe there's not and if there isn't then it's because it's been rushed to market and you know this is what what cardano hasn't done you haven't seen cardano having any types of problems like what we've seen with you know these other projects and uh look i, I i'm not surprised to see what's happening with ethereum you know, losing market share. This is something Nick and myself have talked about for an awful long time. And it's not just market share that they're losing to to Cardano. They would have been losing some to, to Solana with the NFT space and, you know, various other projects that are eating into to that market share. So, you know, I'm not surprised. I expect it to continue. And um, I, I, a word of warning to, to people really is like, just because that you know a, a particular project is a market leader doesn't mean that it's going to be there in 10 years time so you know consider looking at various different metrics not just looking at market cap of of a project i, I do think it's important to to look deeper than that we will be putting a, a really sort of detailed and lengthy course together for how to research projects thoroughly uh, so you don't get caught out with scam projects and rug pulls and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, really exciting stuff that we're working on. But it is going to take some time to get over the line because it's not like a, a case that you can just go get this stuff off the Internet. And, you know, this is pretty much like how we like research projects put on paper. Like there is there isn't out there for, for us to just, you know, um, you know, put into a course, for example. So it takes a lot of time to get it right. Yeah, it's definitely not a copy and paste exercise. You know, it's, this, is, this is going into the likes of uh, your brain, how you understand mm -hmm. it. And I did touch on this before that I was looking into the projects that you've perhaps rated eight, eight or nine percent uh, out of ten. 
and then the projects that you've maybe rated at 0 0.5 out of 10 or 1 out of 10 mm -hmm. and then it's getting understanding of how these projects are built, the teams, the, the utility, the use case, everything like that for the project. So you're obviously 100% right there, it's getting the understanding of each of these projects. Now, segueing from projects, how we're holding them, obviously we're bullish on Ledger, keeping everything safe. And MetaMask, I talk about quite a lot because I, I use MetaMask, I like MetaMask. And we've recently seen a little bit of FUD coming out about MetaMask and security of the likes of your IP addresses. And it's the touch on that to kind of kill a bit of FUD. It was an article that did come up about um, how MetaMask were storing IP addresses. And something I just want to quickly read off it there was that the users of MetaMask will not see account information stored if they only check their balances and, by extension, their IP addresses. Only write requests or broad, uh, broadcasted transactions are subjected to this data. Most importantly, consensus aims to narrow its retention of users' data to only seven days, after which it will be deleted. And it also states it will not sell user data. Now, to me, it's obviously a very good thing. We want to know that MetaMask is safe because obviously a lot of people will be storing um, their projects or assets on there. I do myself. I do, however, back up to Ledger. A lot of um, a lot of projects are easy to move onto MetaMask. It's obviously easy to move with Ledger as well. That's just my preferred way of doing it. I move it onto MetaMask, and it's also backed up with Ledger. It's just my aim here is obviously to kill a bit of fear, if there is any fear for the likes of MetaMask. I, I do still see it as safe. I do still like MetaMask. I will continue to use it. What are your thoughts on the whole MetaMask situation, Chris? Yeah, look um privacy is a big deal and i think like with web3 it's going to change and i i do think that we'll be able to to have a lot more control and be able to potentially monetize our own data uh, as for now and and what's gone on with with metamask i think that it's great that they've come on and tried to give more clarity as to to what is actually happening because you know, there's lots of misinformation and you do have to take some of the stuff with a with a pinch of salt. I mean, Nick and myself, we didn't actually cover um, the, the news on MetaMask Wallet because we really wanted to make sure that we understood it fully um, and, and to make sure that it wasn't FUD. So uh, we were unable to to verify it until obviously, you know, you're, you're covering it now. So look, um, I think it's one of those those things. I think, you know, there's many ways that our data is being used and you know many people don't really understand um you know that the data is even being taken i mean for example we had somebody who um <clears throat> set up a uh, an, an email address a google email address for example um under like you know the cheeky crypto brand and um you know they what they didn't realize was the the data uh, that Google have been obtaining was, you know, was being stored in in the background uh, from Google, like their location, like everything, like, you know, where they go to get their car washed, you know, all this sort of stuff, you know, the houses that they were looking at um, and, and all this sort of stuff. People don't realize how much data is actually being, you know, uh, taken, you know, the the websites, the, the crypto competition websites they've been looking at, um, all sorts of different things and you know it's it's eye-opening how much data is actually being 
sort of taken from from people right without them even really knowing it right and that you're signing all the terms and the conditions to to this stuff you know you don't even realize so look um i think it's 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 not a huge deal with the whole um metamask side of things um but i understand why people you know are really concerned and worried about it for those reasons that i just mentioned now you know like with with google and the amount of data that you know it's getting just because you you signed up to to an email address a gmail uh on your mobile phone for example the amount of data that that absorbs is just unbelievable yeah <clears throat> excuse me sorry the what what i will take from there is like of terms and conditions i do see that changing i mean how many times mm. you click on a site or you buy a game and you have to read through the terms and conditions it's so long and i, I i'm guilty of it myself you never read it you get to the bottom like you agree whatever and you just want to carry on with your day and i do see within time um obviously this will all change not crypto related whatsoever for what as we're talking about right now it is mm -hmm. but um over time i do see terms and condition changing perhaps that could be integrated into the space some way who knows time will tell but uh, i think you have another couple of articles which i'm, which I'm actually quite interested in talking about if you want to hit off for the first one yeah i mean but before i do it i really do think that we're going to be going into a world where you you're able to monetize your own data where you're right the terms and conditions will change and you'll basically be you know able to go yeah well, i'll give this this piece of data to to these companies and i won't give this data and in return i'm going to earn x yeah, you know, it might be a, a particular coin or a token, right? So I do think that's going to be very much the the world that we go into. So yeah, I'm excited about all that stuff. Um, but the first one that I wanted to talk about, you know how I feel about uh, influencers being one and all. Um, Ethereum Max, um, the judge has thrown out crypto lawsuit against Kim Kardashian and Floyd Mayweather. So look, I don't want to get into the ins and outs of as to to why they've thrown it out, but yeah, I think it's going to be a case of how could they have possibly known that it was a scam, right? They're not crypto people, they're celebrities. One's a you know a, a fantastic boxer or was, uh, maybe he still is, um, and and the other one I don't even know what Kim does. Like you know, it's just don't lie. We know you're a Kim Kardashian maxi. Yeah, we know yeah. you follow Busted. the Kardashians. Busted. I have no idea what she actually does. Like I know she's famous, but I have no idea what she does. <laughs> um so nothing, yeah really <laughs> <laughs> nothing yeah that's probably why i don't know what she does she does nothing um but look you know i i guess it sets a precedent right because i mean you know how do you really like let's be honest right we've all been there right you 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 see these youtubers um they might tell you right let's say they're a good youtuber and they tell you that it's a paid promotion um you know how do they know themselves that it is or it isn't a scam like because you can do research right i do research i do research for a living it's what i do yeah. um you know i look at the fundamentals i look at some of these projects and and stuff like that right and uh you know we're, we're taking an example right um i did research on on a team and the team was impeccable i found nothing nothing there at all that was worrying no criminal records nothing and um you know and i I didn't just look at it myself. I asked other people that I know that are very good at research to also look at it because this was the first ever promotion we were ever going to do, right? And we wanted to make sure that it was a, it was a good 
good one and you know no one was going to get like rug pulled or anything like that um anyway the team cut a long story short the team was impeccable the team was great no problems however one t- one team member decided to go rogue and drain the pool and run off with the money you could never reset like there's no research you could do that would have ever you know brought that to attention so I, look i don't know the ins and outs of this this case but you know i think there's an element of truth to how can you possibly know that it was you know a, a scam you know like without the information because you're not you know you're not shared the smart contracts you might not even understand what a smart contract is and how to read it right even influencers i mean there's influencers that don't even know the actual underlying technology of the crypto they're talking about you know with big big number channels right yeah over a million subscribers and they don't know what the xrpl is and what it does and how it works so you know you can't expect them to understand a smart contract you know like you know the code so yeah it's one of those things i think it does set a precedent though yeah, I'll tie it back into Kim Kardashian. The most I know about her is she's on my TV once a week with my wife's bloody watching her, so I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Your but wife's talk about obviously, Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, the likes of these influencers, you're totally right there. I don't think the vast majority know what they're getting involved in. We've seen the likes of Shaquille O'Neal, Tom Brady, big high-profile celebrities that are involved with crypto. We've obviously seen with everything that happened to FTX that they are now being investigated to an extent. I feel the same thing will happen there. They won't be prosecuted. They won't be followed up with everything that's been thrown against them because they'll they'll play the innocent card. We don't know we're getting involved and we've got people above saying this, that, and the next thing. So it's just to maybe draw public attention to the cases, everything that's going on to show that there is investigations happening in the background. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we also have some PayPal to talk about and I'll let you hit that one off. Yeah, so they've just expanded their crypto service into Luxembourg, uh, which I think is the first EU country that they've gone into. This is like, you know, uh, I guess the, you know, the initial rollout was what in the US um, for for the crypto services. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. They obviously expanded into the UK uh, and now Europe. So, look, I think this is a a real positive for, for PayPal. Now, with everything that's going on with the the different exchanges within the crypto space, there's a real opportunity for a company like PayPal to to get you know a big slice of market share here. So, eyes on PayPal really is kind of my thought process. I know they're another centralized player, but they're a centralized player with probably more customer confidence around who they are and what they do, and I think that's a good thing for the crypto space right now to have. A company that you know is is a legitimate company right with a history because uh, you can't really say that about a lot of the different exchanges in, in crypto they haven't got a lot of history um crypto hasn't been around that long yeah i, I like the thought obviously myself and mike on the previous podcast we spoke about regulation everything else if you've not checked it definitely go and check it out but i feel this also ties into it you're having these massive centralized exchanges more and more of them now getting involved and it's going to tie in with regulations as well. I feel all this is intertwined. Um, I'm very happy to see PayPal moving into Europe. It's only moving into Luxembourg, obviously a small nation. They will expand, they will get bigger and we'll see bigger and better things obviously coming out of the whole PayPal and Europe situation. I'm looking forward to it, yeah. 
yeah, I think it's definitely good for crypto. And then the final thing that I had was just around uh, crypto lender Genesis telling clients that, you know, it's uh, working to preserve assets. And basically the way I read this is be patient now, be patient. Like, um, but it's not looking good. I've said this for, for some time. Um, I have real concerns over Genesis and, uh, you know, the, the impact that that, that company can have on the rest of crypto is just immense. So look, if we're going to see the, the lower lows that I anticipate, it's probably going to be a lot to do with Genesis. Yep. It's covered it before the three G's Genesis, Grayscale, Gemini. Yeah. Is that these? When, when this happens, you know, if it happens, but I do think it's more a case of when this happens, we're going to see blood, a lot of blood. We're going to see hellishly low prices. From a selfish point of view, I'm looking forward to it because we're going to scoop up so much. But for Genesis to come back and tell people that be patient with us, we're trying, it's not good enough. It's, a lot of people stand to lose a hell of a lot of money. It's not good enough. These things shouldn't be happening in the space. And I just think it's very, very bad. Yeah, exactly. There's just, yeah quite a lot going on but ultimately i think you know we we we've got a good idea where we're heading i, I do see pockets of influencers talking about breakouts and yeah look i expect some bear market rallies i was one of the first people to say this right i expect some bear market rallies but the trend hasn't changed we're still heading down and yeah look the bottom's not in yet right what can i say Definitely. Right. As we're talking about market price, I'm going to give Mike a big shout out here because in the last podcast, he guaranteed the next time we're recording, we'll still be at $17,000. And as I'm looking right now, we're on a very large book. It's pumping quite a lot. We're on $17,000. So it's a, it's a good heads up to Mike there. Yeah. And I think, you know, we we expect a reversal. This is um, basically generating a nice pocket of liquidity for whales to exit so you know just be aware of what's actually happening in the space um and you know don't fall for some of these you know fake rallies bear market rallies whatever you, you know terminology you wish to use um yeah it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out but i'm not aligned and you see my uh emojis like this on certain people's twitter feeds when they're talking absolute bs nonsense Definitely. Now, before we do wrap up, I want to really reiterate my um, sentiment from the previous podcast. Also, if you guys are entering a trade just now, please, please um, look into your risk management. We're seeing a lot of people losing a lot of money. The one we covered the other day was just horrible. We don't want to see this happening. We want to see you guys protecting the money you have, protecting your capital, protecting all your assets. Just please, please have good risk management, stop losses all the usual jargon here just please protect yourselves yeah i think that's a really important message you know no stop loss definitely don't put in a trade make sure that you, you you're keeping yourselves safe in the space you know uh if you don't know what you're doing you know then maybe you should ask yourself whether you should be doing it um you know there will be uh opportunities to learn and uh people to 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 get um I, I guess some some good sort of tips from so jump into to the discord community is absolutely free to join link is in the description no reason not to or even uh drop in the the link to the new portfolio course as well check that out see if that's something that you know you feel that you can benefit from 
the reason why I wanted to kind of put out that course now is, you know, to to give people an opportunity to to understand more about how to build a good portfolio just in time for when the bottom comes in. When that bottom comes in, you'll know how to put a portfolio together and you can start to build a portfolio in the right assets in the right way so you're successful in the future. Yep. One other thing, Chris, absolutely loving the green cable. I bloody wish uh, I got it myself. Uh, yeah, you know what? It was it was either green or red. I was trying to keep it festive, uh, so I went with the green. <laughs> Um, yeah. so yeah, uh, one other thing, I guess, like we just keep, you know, doing this one more thing, one more thing, one more thing, <laughs> um, is we are in Milton Keynes on Sunday for the Christmas meetup. Uh, so do join us there if you wish. Um, the link will be in the discord for you to, to obviously just give us your details. So you, we know that you're coming. If you can't make Milton Keynes the following week on Saturday, we are in Manchester. Now the mill is fully booked. However, if you fancy coming for drinks, let us know in the Discord. And uh, yeah, look, we'll go for a few bevies after. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be in Manchester. I'm looking forward to it. I can't meet London. I've got other commitments, but I'll definitely be in Manchester for the meet. I'm looking forward to that. Don't know whether I'm going to drink it or not. I'm still on the fence. I might not be staying down. I'll wait and see. But I'm really, really looking forward to Manchester. I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of the members, a lot of you guys. We've, we've met a few times. We'll have a good laugh. So I'm really looking forward to Manchester. Yeah, it's always it's always good to to meet people, you know, have a couple of drinks and uh talk crypto, right? With people that you you know are into to crypto. It's really difficult, isn't it, in your day-to-day life to chat with people. Like I I used to chat when uh, I I did a, it feels like a long time ago when I had the 9 to 5 or the 8 to 8 as I uh quite often call it. Um, you know, talking to people that they're, they're just like switched off. They don't really they don't understand crypto. They don't want to understand it um and you know it's not really a conversation so it is good to to meet with like-minded people uh that understand the the space and uh i think that's you know again a, another great aspect of being part of a really strong and good community one thing i'm i will we'll touch on that again as i am now starting to see phone just went off sorry I usually put it on silent um i'm starting to see more and more my day-to-day life people talking about crypto um a few guys are, that have kind of met recently are quite involved with the likes of precious metals your silvers and things like that they've got a few things on the stocks and um, they've got shares and companies and now they're getting quite bullish on crypto they're starting to understand it with things i'm uh, relaying to them they've also joined into cheeky uh, crypto discord so they're taking a lot from that as well and um, so I, I personally i'm starting to see crypto getting spoke about a little bit more often and i'm absolutely loving it it's good to get some crypto chat during the day it kind of breaks mm. up the monotony of a day-to-day or eight to five working life. So yeah, it's good to see it talk a bit more. And again, I'm looking forward to Manchester talking some crypto with some people. Yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. So I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, If you enjoyed today's podcast, mash up that like button. We really do appreciate it. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Tap in that bell, selecting all those notifications. So important. So you don't miss another video and we will catch you in the next one. Take care.